Welcome to Women's Hot Topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Comparing now, from this point forward, of my scary bear experience, I am going to compare now analogy with now the bear is sin. Now the bear is addiction. Now the bear is mental illness. Now the bear is Satan. And I'm going to compare all these tips I talked to you about so you understand that you need to stand in fierce freedom. Number one, same with the bear. Before you go out, be prepared. Say that. Study your enemy, Satan. For those of you who have been incarcerated several times, had overdoses, told yourself things will never change, you'll never amount to much, it's generational, you don't deserve, or you deserve to fail, I'm telling you right now, Satan has got you right where he wants you. He's a liar. Amen. I'm telling you right now, Satan's got you right where you want to. He wants you to stop your stinking thinking and understand the enemy instead. Study him in scripture. Understand his ways. From I mean, I tell you, I've traveled the country in prisons, and I have spent more time studying the occult in scripture. Not that I'm possessed with it, but because I want to know the enemy. God, Jesus Christ, is far more powerful than anything the enemy could try to do, but we constantly get tripped up with his schemes in our life. Amen? So that's what you need to do. Like the bear, you need to study the enemy. And I pray you will understand the incredible greatness of God, his power for us who believe in him, and this same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead, a dead man from the grave, is seated with him in a place of honor at the right hand of God the Father. Do you know, Scripture tells you, okay, everybody in the back row, why make sure you listen to them. Scripture tells you that you can raise a dead man from the grave by your faith. Amen? The same faith that rose Jesus Christ from the grave. And I no lie, because I'm going to tell you a story. Might turn your head just a little bit. Just might go spinning all around when you hear this. You got to do your part. You got to keep alert of your surroundings when you're an addict, particularly. All of us fail in the sin department. We all need to be aware. But what I'm going to share with you coming up is real and it's not exaggerated. You got to do your part. You got to keep alert of your surroundings. You got to know what sets you off. You got to know what your triggers are. You got to know what your situation and how it tempts you. You got to have a plan and you got to work the plan. Doesn't matter how long you've been in and out of Teen Challenge, you still got to stick to the plan. Amen? What situations are tempting you today? Stay away and stay alert and don't go into situations blindly. There is power in groups, just like you walk the trail, there's power in groups. There is power in this group. Christians who support and bring out the best in each other. That's what you call family. Your family not might have been family, but I got to tell you, your friends are, are in recovery are definitely family. Amen? Don't travel alone. 
The next point is each circumstance is different. No two are the same. You cannot sit back and think, oh, yeah, Suge, I got this now. I've been out a couple of years. I think I'm good now. No, you need to fiercely stand your ground. Satan wants to kill and destroy you and your families. What better place to prepare than here today? Okay, I'm going I'm to pause for a minute. I'm going to pause. Ladies, don't listen. Gentlemen, and, and gentlemen over there too, we need you. Women need you. We need you to stand up and be the men and women God created, I'm sorry, the men that God created you to be. We need you to sit a little taller. We need you to be a little bit stronger. And we need you to be rooted in Jesus Christ because you're the head of the family. And I tell you, there is nothing sexier than a man of God. Right, ladies? I want you to think uh, of this time together. Eyes up here. I'm your grandmother's age, not going to be a problem. I want you to look at this as boot camp. And I want you to tone. And I want you to work out. I want you to get up early. I want you to stay up late and, and make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I want you to be mentally fit. You are here. When do you get a timeout like this in life? Hello. Use your time well. Don't slack off. And be a fierce warrior. Ladies, I got something for you girls. Ladies, I got to tell you, you are a blessing from God. There is something special about women. We are independent. We are strong. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And you do not necessarily need a man to be able to do any of that. In fact, oftentimes we're codependent and we shouldn't be in relationships. Oh my gosh. Ladies, let's get real. Don't listen, guys. Ladies, let's get real. You got to get out of those lousy relationships. You're already in them where men are using and they're leading you down the right, wrong path. They say, oh yeah, I love Jesus. And then they're out getting high all the time. You got to stop it because most women incarcerated from drug use said, I was sober for a while. And I met this dude, man, was he hot. It goes downhill after that. I see a lot of heads doing this. Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong. Ladies, we need to be independently strong and standing firm in Jesus Christ. And we need to do it for our families and yourself. Stand firm in freedom. Amen? Don't turn your back and run away. Stay calm. Move to higher ground. You need to stand firm with fierce freedom. Most important, I don't want you to miss this. 
where you're standing today. I want you to stomp the ground where you're standing today. Most important, don't lose your ground you have today. Don't be leaving here and say, gosh, you know, I, and I've been coming up here for a long time. Suge, you prayed with me last time. As soon as you prayed with me, I went out and got high. I said, well, sorry for you. You're back here again today, aren't you? I tell you, stand firm. Don't lose your ground. Don't lose where God has you here today. You need to stand firm in Jesus Christ. Now, always remember this, that if you fall, if you fail, if you, if you stumble, you just get right back up where you started. Don't go all the way back there to the beginning line. I want you to stand up right where you are, say, brush yourself off, and keep moving forward because you're already farther ahead than you were when you started. And this is what I don't want you to forget. When Satan came and tempted Jesus in the desert, Jesus could have used a variety of methods to get rid of him. He's God, right? He could have used his strength. He could have used his power. But no, he used the word of The enemy flees, just like the bear spray. The enemy flees from the word of God. Amen? Now, what I want you to know is that you're not going to be carrying around bear spray with you. You're not going to be having your Bible in your pocket when you get tempted. You got to know where it is right here. Amen? And so what you need to do, I'm waiting. What you need to do is you need, when that Bible, you open that Bible, and that power comes off the Bible. Have you ever done that? You know, I tell you, there's power in those words. The Holy Spirit is in there. But what you need to do is if words jump off the page, you absolutely, positively better memorize what that was. And, and for me, my life verse is, here am I, Lord, send me. That's been my life. Look at where God sent me. He sent me to some amazing places. Here am I, Lord, send me. But you also have to have verses of your own to attack the enemy. Get behind me, Satan, for you do not have the things of God in mind, but the things of man. Oh, you can pump that out, right? Or I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That, that comes right off. Everybody knows those verses. You need to know scripture so that you can battle it against the enemy. Now, should I can't memorize. I'm not good at it. I don't like to memorize. I think that it's terrible. Oh, shoot, I don't have time to memorize. I, I don't like it. I can't do it. My brain doesn't work this way. Oh, yeah? Let me prove that you can. You memorize where to get the best stuff out in the cities, don't you? You memorize and study how to hide and smuggle when it's needed. You know who to buy from and where the good stuff is. So don't be telling me you can't memorize. You know the quantity of drugs and you know, you, need, you know how much you need in order to get high. Amen? But listen, if you can memorize that, you can memorize a few words out of the Bible that jumped off the page into your heart. Just do it. When you memorize, the words go deep in your heart. It's amazing. Okay, this is what I do. I take a post-it note or a piece of paper. I stick it up on the mirror. And when I'm drying my hair, I memorize it. 
the book of James. Consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, when you encounter trials of many times. I'm curling my hair. I'm looking. I'm, I'm remember. It's easy to do. Stick it up there and start to memorize it. Speak scripture out loud. How many of you have kids? Raise your hand. Keep them up. Keep them up. Keep them up. Now on that hand, show me how many you got. Oh, there's two hands up in some cases. Look. I see you up there. I see you guys. Two arms, two arms. That's a lot of, that's a lot of people. If, you're gonna, if you want to be powerful, do it for your kids. Amen? <laughs> scripture says that Scripture is the Word of God. When life charges at you, stand your ground. Remember your authority in Jesus Christ. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, some of you have heard this story. I have had the privilege to be used by God in a powerful way. And I'm going to tell you right now what that looks like. I was in Africa, talking about the power in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm in Africa, and I just got done speaking to thousands of inmates inside a Rwanda prison. And I, I, over 1,500 came to Christ. It was so amazing that day. And, and I'm in Africa, and when I was preaching to the men, they were all men. When I was preaching to men, I got up on a stool so they could see me. And it was really hot out, and there were no clouds. And a tiny, I'm telling the guys, Jesus loves you just the way you are. Jesus loves you just the way you are. Jesus loves you just the way you are. And a breeze came through that hot Africa prison. And at that moment, I said, that's Jesus kissing your face and telling you, I love you just the way you are. It's the power of the name of Jesus. Now I'm in Kenya, and I'm watching one of the, on stage our evangelists that we're with. I'd already done the prison ministry part. I'm kind of off, like punched off the clock, so to speak. And I'm listening to the evangelist on the side of the stage, not in the front. And he had over 5,000 village people listening. And he had speakers going from here to the ceiling, blasting out, just like what you'd see at the XL Energy Center blasting his words and his preaching. And he told me, Shug, if something comes up during the show, during the event, I, I want you to take care of anything. Now, I want you to know the enemy will rest upon people. It's called a manifestation. Start to stir this pot when you're preaching about Jesus Christ and cause a commotion. So somebody tapped me on the shoulder and said, Shug, something's going on over here. And I looked, and here's these super tall pastors. They look like the Harlem Globetrotters. They were like eight feet tall. And they're yelling at this, and they're circled, and they're yelling at this poor woman on the ground. And this woman on the ground is wreathing with pain. She looks just like one of the bad horror movies that you see. And foam is coming out of her mouth. Eyes are back in her head. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm ready. How am I going to get to her? And I drop to the ground, and I crawl an army crawl between the legs of all the tall pastors that are doing this. 
They're like, what is this Mazungo doing crawling between my legs? And I get over to the woman, and her eyes are shut. And I thought to myself, she can't hear me because of the speakers. The speakers are right there. They're so loud. And he's preaching. And I thought, if it's a physical ailment, she won't be able to hear me and will know it's a health crisis. And we'll have to take her to the hospital. But if it's spiritual, I can whisper. And I looked right at that sweet face that her eyes were shut. And I said, Jesus loves you just the way you are. Jesus loves you just the way you are. If you can hear me, turn your head and look at me. She pops her eyes open and the enemy was there staring at me in the face. And I said, in the name of of Jesus Christ, get out! I thought she was dead. I did, I thought she was dead. She just like passed out. I went back to scripture later and I looked up when the apostles did that and they said, we thought he was dead when the demons left him. Now what I want you to know is that she slowly kind of woke up like she had been in a coma. And she looks at me and the pastors start to drag her away. Thousands of people have now come to watch what this thing had happened that caused the disturbance. And I told them, leave her where she is. Leave her where she is. She's in my arms. She's recovering. It's like she was in a coma. She had no idea. And then I take her behind the stage. And with a translator, I explained to her what happened. I said, you were demon-possessed. You were. But it was in the power in the name of Jesus Christ that they were cast out. But I got to tell you, those demons are out looking for a new house to live in. And they're going to gather up their friends too. And if you have not invited Christ into your life and filled yourself up with him, they're going to come back and reside in you as well. Would you like to invite Jesus in your heart? And she goes, yes. She prayed. She was filled I came back a year later. She, she was worried that she'd be shunned by the townspeople because she had been demon-possessed. I came back a year later. She's teaching Bible studies in every town that's around. What I want you to understand is that Satan might have found you in one position, but Jesus Christ has made you a new person. Fierce freedom. Amen? To be fierce, live in your freedom. I want you to fight for your freedom with everything you can. I want you to pray. Because sometimes some things cannot be cast out, but they have to be prayed. Jesus said that in Mark 29, not Mark 9, 29. The apostles couldn't cast out the demons. They said, what are we doing wrong, Jesus? You told us we can do this. You guys can do this. If I, hello, I'm a nobody, Shook Murray, but God thinks I'm a somebody, and he was able to use me to cast out demons. That's just one story. I got dozens of them of how Satan cannot stand up against the power of the name of Jesus Christ. And then when they asked Jesus why they couldn't cast out the demons, Jesus said, this kind of demon cannot be driven out from anything but prayer. So let me ask you two things Satan wants you not to do. He doesn't want you to pray, and he doesn't want you to read God's word. 
And if you're failing in those two areas, I promise you, you are going to fall and you're going to stumble and you're going to have a tough time. You need to stay alert. You need to stand your ground. You need to study your enemy and you need to live in your freedom. Live in your freedom. To be fierce, live in your freedom. Enjoy your new life, friends. Don't live on the what ifs. What if I reuse? What if I do this? What if I fail? What if my family doesn't take me back? What if I end up back in prison? What if I get tempted? Stop. Oh, my gosh. Get over yourself, people. Stop that. You're a new person in Jesus Christ. Amen? Then I want you to do this. I want you to get a pen and paper, and I want you to pray big, and I want you to dream big. Can you hear me over there? Can you hear me up there, men? I want you to dream big. I want you to write down your goals and your hopes, your short-term goals, your long-term goals. We have a scholarship program for the women in our program that once they get on their feet and they stay sober and they want to further their education, we have a scholarships to help them. I want you to dream big. What is something you've always wanted to do? It doesn't have to be education. It could be something else. But dream big and pray big. And then I want you to discover <clears throat> what your spiritual gifts are. Now, that's something that we're not talking about right now. But when you say yes to Jesus Christ, <sighs> have you guys ever heard of Nelson Mandela? So he faced harsh conditions meant to break his resolve in Africa. He was in prison for 27 years. When he was released, he said these words of wisdom. I want you to understand it. Listen up. For to be free is not merely to take off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others. There is responsibility that comes with living in your freedom, and it is to share with others how they can live in their freedom. Amen? To be fierce. Don't be timid, but live in Christ's power. We've heard this verse already tonight, but 2 Timothy 1.7 deserves to be spoken. For the Spirit of God gave us, does not make us timid, but it gives us power, love, and self-discipline. How? How can we be fierce? God fills us with the Holy Spirit who is bold and courageous. We do not have to muster up courage. You're like, I can't, I can't do this. I talked to my mentee last night. This was her line. And this message was fresh in my head, so I, I had the answers. She's like, Shook, I can't do this. It, it's too difficult. I get out there. I get tempted. I have challenges. I said, you don't have to do it on your own anymore, girl. You just ask Jesus in your heart. God fills us with the Holy Spirit who is bold and courageous. We do not have to muster courage and strength on our own. We simply submit to the Spirit of God that is already within us. God promises that nothing can separate us from his love. Amen? Stand firm in freedom. I like it. Oh, you are energy, girl. I like the freedom. I'm going to invite my buddy Nick to come up here. Nick, piano man, let's give, him a, let's give him a round of applause. I don't want you to forget this. This has been a long time for you, and I know, but I want to make my point. And my point is that God gave me this message. God told me about fierce freedom. He scared me to death. 
He scared me to death with the bear. And I want you to know three things. Study your enemy, stand firm, and live in your freedom. Jesus was like a veteran of war. How many of you have served in the military? Raise your hands high because I'm really proud of you. Jesus was a veteran of war as well. And you as soldiers have paid the price for our freedom. And I want to thank you so much for doing that. They gave their lives for our freedom. So it is the same with the Son of God. He came into this war zone for you. Jesus went to the front lines to save you from Satan's grasp. Aren't you sick and tired of living in the darkness of the enemy? Aren't you sick and tired of being a slave to drugs? I can't hear you. Aren't you tired of addictions, mental illness, unable to stay sober and live the life God created you to be? Who would you die for so they could be set free? I know you raised your hand on the kids that you have, and I want you to remember what they looked like when they were babies. Remember those tiny little eyelashes? Remember those little fingers with the tiny little fingernails? And remember those big eyes who look at daddy and they look at mommy and they feel that you are the best thing in the world and they want to cling to you. God looks at you that way. He loves you so much. I don't want you to miss that in this freedom talk. It is God's love that set you free. That same love that you have for your babies. That same love that you will do anything for them. So let me ask you point blank. There's no judgment here. I know some of you are not 100% sure you're going to heaven when you die. This is not the time to lie. I know some of you are not 100% sure. I don't think, Shug, that God's going to forgive me. I can't forgive myself. How God's supposed to do that? Maybe you feel you deserve hell instead because of your darkness and your past and what you've done and what you've seen, what you've witnessed, what you've contributed to. You can't forgive yourself. You have lost all hope. And I want you to raise your hand right now if that's you. Amen. I see the hands. Keep them up. Keep them up. Amen. That's you. No judgment. And I'm glad you were bold enough. Keep them up. Bold enough and brave enough to keep your hand up and talk about that. Maybe you don't feel you have an intimate relationship with Jesus and you have wanted to believe in Jesus in the past but felt it was not real and it was fake. You don't quite get it. You cannot feel him in your life. Raise your hands if you cannot feel Jesus in your life right now. No judgment here. Keep the other hands up too. We're looking at all of them. Maybe you have your doubts about this Jesus stuff. Not sure. <sighs> Keep them up all together for one more minute. Imagine if your precious child raised her hand or his hand up to you, clinging. Daddy, don't let go of me. Mommy, don't let go of me. That's the way Jesus is. He sees your hands up. He sees your doubt. He feels your loss of hope. He can see through the darkness. Maybe you're suicidal. Keep your hands up, everybody. You could hardly come here today. You're drowning in darkness. If you feel that darkness that you're living in, raise your hand up. Jesus is now reaching back to you. 
Will you let him? Will you let Jesus touch your hand and lift you up to the heavens? Maybe in your past you've turned your back on him, you had said yes to Jesus, but you have walked away from that commitment. It's not too late. It's the love Jesus has for you, a deep, overwhelming, lavish love that never can be taken away no matter what. He wants to hold you in his arms and protect you from the enemy of this world. Keep your hands up. Those of you who have their hands up, I love you. You are so brave and you are so strong and you're not sure what life has in store for you. You're not sure if you die, you're going to heaven. You're not sure because you're living in darkness. Maybe perhaps you're living in that slavery of suicide. Jesus sees you right now where you are and he says, cling to me. I love you. Would you stand up if you would like him in your life right now? Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. This is between you and God. It has nothing to do with me. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. If you have already said yes to Jesus, sit down. If you have already said yes to Jesus, sit down. But if you want Jesus in your life right now tonight, this is a discerning moment right now. Look at those hands up. Hang on. Hang on. Your hands are up, you're standing up, and now's your chance to receive Jesus Christ. And I'm going to ask for no music. I'm going to say this right now. I want to make sure you're hearing it 100%, that this is not just an emotional decision. This is your decision. I want to provide for my children. I want to leave a legacy. I want to impact generations to come. I want to know that I'm going to heaven when I die. And it's in Jesus' name we're going to do this. And all the rest of you, I want you to lift your hands up where you are toward the closest person to you that's standing up. And we're going to be praying for them. Father God, we come into your presence through Jesus Christ. We know we are sinners. Forgive us for our sins. Help us to turn away from sin and to turn toward you. Jesus, we want to cling to you. We want you to lift us out of the miry muck of hell, and we want you to save us into eternity. Father God, we know you can do this because you are all-powerful. We know you can cast out demons. We know that you are stronger than anything in this world. And most of all, you love us so much that even when we whisper it, you can hear. This is a decisive moment for the people standing up. They are willing to be brave. I am proud of them. And today they're going to receive you as Lord and Savior. Would you repeat after me, those of you that are standing? Jesus, come into my heart. I want you in my life. Help me to turn from my sin. And thank you for forgiving me. Lead me the rest of my days. In Jesus' name we pray. Hey, friends, I hope you enjoyed the show. I can't believe you found us in the myriad of podcasts that are out there. Could you please do us a favor here at Women's Hot Topics with Shugbury? Could you please like, subscribe, 
write a review. Hopefully it's going to be a positive one. And we have got some great shows coming up. Why do you have to do this? Is because it lifts us up out of the myriad of podcasts to the top. And that's where God is. And that's where I want to be. This is Shug Burry. You know I love you. Over and out. <laughs>